Providing the best care starts with finding the best place to serve. Do you ever feel lost in your profession? Do you want more out of your career? Then come take a road trip with me, your host, Natalie. Hi, and welcome to Road Trip, a podcast place where we talk all things occupational therapy, the ins and outs of owning a private practice, the tricks of the trade, ways to put more tools in your toolbox, the newer yet unknown world of mobile therapy, driver's rehab, and much more. Come join me, the road awaits. Hi, Josh, and thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you, Natalie. Yes, I'm here with Josh Ingalls with Control the Road. Josh and I met at an ADID meeting recently over the summer, and we began talking um, just about what he did with his company. Um, Josh, before we do anything, please tell me about a mo- little bit more about your company. Sure. Control the Road. Well, Control the Road is a, it's a truly unique auto dealership locator. And we only provide auto businesses who can positively answer one question, which is, uh, do you truly care about the needs of Americans with a disability and specifically those that use adaptive equipment? And those that do um, are connected with our community of adaptive drivers, uh, CDRS and OTs, uh, QAP installers, um, the military, active military veterans, uh, and anyone else who supports Americans with a disability. You know, I think it's awesome that you're providing this service to individuals with, you know, adaptive needs. As a driving rehab specialist, um, you know, we're thinking about the now and even just a year from now and making that progress and what that looks like. And, you know, we're usually typically writing prescriptions for hand controls or steering devices, you know, modifications in vehicles. But, you know, when you and I first met, it was putting that perspective in a whole new ball game. You know, we weren't really thinking about what happens when that vehicle is needing to be replaced and, you know, where that equipment is going to come into play and how they're going to get that equipment installed in a new car. Can you tell me a little bit more about why you even created Control the Road? Yeah, I'd love to because cars don't last forever. Not, you know, metal and no. rubber and plastic. Um, I was exposed to this uh, sort of out of the blue. A friend of mine with a spinal disease who uses hand controls uh, asked me for help purchasing a new vehicle. And I had been spending, I'd spent 15 years in the auto industry. And I said, yes, of course, that's what we do. Sure. And um, through contacting dealerships and uh, to start with, she said, but I use hand controls. And I said, well, I don't really know much about that, but it shouldn't be a problem at all. So we spent some time contacting auto dealerships. And what I learned was uh, auto dealerships uh, down to auto insurance companies throughout the whole auto industry just had almost no knowledge of um, the needs of or serving the needs of adaptive drivers. Yeah, it's unfamiliar. Very unfamiliar. unfamiliar. And what I learned through starting this business was not only is there a substantial amount of Americans with these needs, but it's growing. And so it just seemed like um, the auto industry needed to get on board. So that's how we started it. And, uh, you know, eventually over, I think it took six months to get her um in touch with an auto dealership that actually understood all of the needs that an adaptive driver kind of has needs to be satisfied. 
from general etiquette to uh, vehicle assessment <laughs> right, to right. the mobility rebates sure. to understanding financing and then understanding their place as an auto dealership in the mobility, uh, the adaptive installation process, which is let's get a general idea of what the customer needs and then let's get in touch with the people that actually install the equipment or does this driver have the right certification? Is, is he or she licensed? Yes or no? Well, let's get in touch with the appropriate CDRS or you know some rehabilitation driving specialist. And then knowing how to follow up with this customer the proper way uh, down the road with servicing needs, with if there's recalls on a vehicle, just understanding their place in the entire experience. How do you feel like you understood it going through this process with Rose? Do you feel like you were kind of learning as you went with, Absolutely. you know, hand controls and what rebates you were talking about um, rebates just a minute ago, you know, how did you even find out what things were available for these consumers? Just starting at the very bottom. I, I spent some time learning about portable hand controls. Right. And then I spent some time learning about permanence and the different sides of the steering wheel that they're installed in and the, uh, quick releases and just all the equipment. Uh, and then I was working for a larger auto manufacturer that has really good mobility equipment rebates. Uh, they provide rebates for customers if they install equipment in new vehicles, in um, vehicles that are being leased. So you can install hand controls and then return the car in three years. Oh, wow. There are all these great programs that I had no real idea about that let's say roughly 20 of the 26 major auto companies all offer. And when I contacted roughly 300 auto dealers around the country, I found maybe one understood the whole picture. And when I called them pretending to, to be a consumer that needed some assistance, 99% said, geez, I wish we could help you. That was in the best case scenario. Some said, oh, yeah, just come on in. We'll get you into a car. Um, but the other said, geez, I wish we really knew what you needed because we don't. But, you know, if you come on down, we'll figure it out. So going back to Rose, um, what type of vehicle was she in prior to you getting involved with her? She was in a 15-year-old Toyota Camry sedan uh, that she learned to drive on. And she... Uh, had just kept the same equipment because over the previous five years, she had contacted auto dealerships and didn't get a good vibe and then said, oh, well, this thing's fine. I'll keep it. Sure. And sure. then she had her second child and her and her husband. Her uh, needs changed. She said, I need an SUV. This right. is crazy. Right. Yep. So when you were taking her um, up on this adventure, let's say this journey, um, what types of things was was she needing, you know, was, did she have a wheelchair? Did she have, you know, any other adaptive needs or equipment beyond just the hand controls that she needed to be able to store and stow away in these vehicles? It's probably great that I started this with Rose because she had very basic needs. She okay. has limited leg strength. Okay. She has very standard right uh, side push pull uh, right angle hand control mm -hmm. needs and she just wanted a very basic SUV and she 
we learned that she could lease it and get a new one every three years. And she said, sounds great to me. And that's what she's doing? That's she's leasing? She's, okay. That's what she's been doing. So she just returns the vehicle every year to wow. this manufacturer and, uh, you know, to the dealership of this major manufacturer and um, just gets a brand new one and transfers the hand controls over. Wow. And and it's Toyota. Toyota gave her $1,000 for the original. And while Toyota doesn't do it, Lexus actually does. They will pay uh, up to $1,000 for the transfer of equipment into the a different vehicle every three years. I didn't even know that. That's great. Dealerships don't know it. So why would you? Right. Right. So a part of what you're doing is trying to educate auto dealerships as well as consumers, right? About yes. trying to provide resources and maximize um, kind of their needs um, in both the auto dealership, right? And then also working with driving rehab specialists to think beyond that one to two years of, of needing hand controls. Cause right. you know, when we're installing or we're writing the prescription, it's a rarity that they're actually buying a new vehicle. It's when they have a spinal cord injury that now they need a wheelchair accessible van and they have to go through that whole process. And those are 60,000 to $90,000 on top of the equipment needs. So I can only imagine you know, the the stressors of financial burden that these consumers are having. So to be able to go to a website and find dealerships and find local driving rehab specialists is awesome. It's like a all-in-one hub. And you bring up another good point. You can also find the the installers uh, who also have their own, you know, namita.com.org okay. website. But you bring up an interesting point. Uh, I found from interviewing hundreds of dealerships around the country, uh, majority of their management thinks that people with adaptive equipment needs only drive vans, which is not true. It's, it's not. It's 40% of the sure. market at most. Um, so not only educating them about the potential that there are sedans and SUVs and big SUVs, small SUVs, pickup trucks, a majority of Adaptive drivers that are under 30 and male will want a pickup truck. They won't mm -hmm. want some other right. vehicle. Um, that there is this opportunity. And what I've known from 20 years in the auto industry is generally the more prepared a vehicle buyer consumer is, the more aware of all of the options, the more aware of their financing ability, the more aware of their, their, the requirements for a down payment for sure. the more aware of all of their potential options for purchasing a vehicle and the vehicle that fits their personal life, that generally leads to a much more positive experience with an auto dealership because there are times when auto dealerships, if given free reign of a situation, their employees are told, take control of the situation and tell the customer what they need. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't work very well with adaptive drivers or any driver really, but adaptive, but drivers with a disability, because you can't just stuff someone into anything. No, absolutely if you not. go and, and install the wrong uh, equipment on a, on a, a van, 
that has modifications done by the local QAP installer, you could be sticking a consumer with a vehicle that's $60,000 that they can't use. Sure, absolutely. And that happens in, in talking to dozens and dozens of QAP installers around the country. There's a couple things they say. They all have a story about an auto dealership that tried to speed through the process and got a customer into the wrong vehicle. And they all across the board say, it really is hard working with auto dealerships. They don't want to do anything with us. We just want to have a relationship and it just, it doesn't work out very well. So, so Josh, you're trying to connect auto dealerships with the QAP dealers, correct? And making that connection for that consumer. Do they have, I'm assuming they have a choice in the matter as far as who they want to install the equipment, correct? Absolutely. And, okay. and all we really try to provide on the dealership locator at controltheroad.com is one dealership from each major city. We have 35 cities uh, listed around the country right now. And our goal is to get one from all 150 major metros around the country, every state, um, up at north, south, east, west. Our goal is to provide you one dealership from each brand. So roughly 18 per city that has been um, certified by Control the Road to understand and more importantly, be excited about serving adaptive drivers. And really, if they're excited about serving that niche, they're going to be great for all vehicle buyers. So they're going to be an option for not just the adaptive driver, but their friends and family and everyone else. So there'll be one trusted auto dealer in each metro area from each brand. For those of you that don't know, can you explain a little bit more about what a QAP dealer is? Sure. That is a uh, NAMIDA classification for uh, certified dealers that have gone through the complete process of uh, full knowledge on installation, on equipment, on customers. Uh, I believe there's around 350 of them around wow. yeah, around the country, and uh, you know several in each state. More in the more populated states, and you know one or two in Montana's and lower populated states. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for that clarification. You you keep talking about um, control the road auto dealership certification. Tell me a little bit more about that. How did sure. they become certified? Sure, it's very simple. Uh, we first um, start by identifying potential dealerships through uh, reviewing their online customer reviews, sort of their community standing, if okay. you will. We also look at their community involvement. Are they part of the community or are they just an auto dealership selling vehicles? Uh, you know, Do they take part in, in uh, yearly contributions and, and, and events that happen around their community? Um, once we identify that, again, one dealership from each brand in, in each city, then we offer them a free online training. Okay. Tell me more about that. Sure. It's a uh, very simple, uh, basic training for their staff that identifies the most important parts of working with a, a driver with a disability and more specifically an adaptive driver. Understanding the, the proper etiquette understanding um, the vehicle needs assessment of this specific kind of driver. Uh, for example, knowing that you can't put a ramp inside of a Toyota Corolla. Right, very, right. very basic stuff. Sure. And that sort of leads into the understanding your place as a dealership in the process, which is know about all the, the rebates available, 
know about my financing options, know about how to install, how to make the arrangements with the installer, and then understand delivery and following up with these customers throughout the life of their ownership for service needs and, and recalls and whatever might happen with their vehicle. So typically, is that going to be like a manager on staff that is kind of their contact point throughout the life of that vehicle and, and needs for you know mechanical issues, that sort of thing? Sure. Um, all dealerships are different. Dealers, auto dealerships can be different sizes, 20 people to 500 sure, people. So it's up to the general manager, the owner, someone to say, this is important to us. And I'm going to have the, the point person, multiple point people that it's important to them. So we let the dealership management choose the right person, people to be the point, the, 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 the customer kind satisfaction the point, yeah, yeah. Point person. And then from there, uh, those people sort of start the, the, the certification and training process, which also involves contacting their local QAP installers and creating that relationship contacting their local uh, driving rehabilitation specialist and creating that that uh, relationship, local disability support organizations creating that relationship, and then going forward at the speed that makes sense for their dealership. And then sort of lastly, what we're second to last, what we expect out of them is that they let people know that they know about mobility needs. So create a, a website page, do some social media, very 2019 kind of stuff. And then after that, we keep an eye on their performance and we monitor, uh, we contact each customer that has purchased a vehicle from them and we find out, did they have a good experience? Sure. So kind of going back to when you and I met, um, you had gotten into contact with um, the executive director at ADID, Liz Green, and she connected you with our local chapter president, Barry, and he invited you to come to one of our chapter meetings. And that's where you met the Colorado crew, if you will. Yep. Um, tell me a little bit more about how you're working with the driving community and how you've been in connection and maintain that um, that networking opportunity with us. Sure. Well, we started uh, first and foremost here in our local area by identifying uh, the list of dealers by reaching out to them and saying, is this a, a, a niche market, a target market that you would like to be a part of? Um, and uh, we're still going through the list and getting people signed up, uh, getting dealerships signed up. And then we also went down the, the to connect with the other part of the community, which is uh, the local QAP installers and said, look, this is what we're trying to do. And they're excited about the the idea of having a auto dealership that understands all of the steps and their place because the installers generally want to make sure that auto dealers don't think that they can install equipment right. because they're not Absolutely. certified. And the auto dealers are scared because they don't want to install the equipment because they know they're not certified. So right. it's really just saying, nope, this is what they do and this is what they do and let's work together. And then obviously getting in touch with uh, all of the uh, CDRS around the country and DRS and OTs and letting them know we're a, uh, outside third party, we have no real dog in the fight, if you will, that 
This is just where you go to find each of the important resources that you need to help your clients get their vehicle needs satisfied. Sure, absolutely. So it's it's almost like a interlocking, you know, tri-circle, if you will, between the auto dealers, the QAP dealers, and the DRSs of the world. And because, you know, for us, you know, we want to make sure that we're at that final fitting to make sure that that equipment was installed correctly. But it goes back to if they need a new vehicle, starting that process with you and then working through that process and making sure that they have all the appropriate resources. Am I right? Or even a different vehicle, not just new. The auto industry sells sure, essentially yeah. you know, two to one around the U.S. new to use, uh, used to new. So they sell roughly 17, 16, 17 million new cars a year and 35 million used cars. So even if you're not buying a brand new car, having an auto dealership that understands how to get that stock Toyota Camry to the installer and get the right hand controls set up is important, is invaluable. You were talking about your previous experience. You were in the auto industry for how many years? 20? Is that what you were saying? Uh, about 18. About I worked 18? For, a, okay. for Toyota Motor Corporation as a, a regional field rep. Okay. So um, how does that experience translate into this particular job and why you opened Control the Road? Sure. Uh, I think it's pretty simple. Um, one of the best car companies um, with a really customer focus still had a wide network of auto dealerships that were selling a great product, but maybe not providing an amazing experience for all uh, consumers. And when I factored in that that experience dive bombed with someone who had very unique special needs, equipment needs, arrangement needs, uh, understanding rebates and, and financing and all that. When I factored that in and realized the experience was really poor, I thought this is not the, I don't think the auto industry wants to be represented in this way to this niche community because one thing we know is 100% of Americans will be touched by, by disability in their lifetime, which means whether it's family or themselves or someone else, there's a lot of negative stories that could potentially come out of such a bad experience with an adaptive driver going to a dealership and getting just zero love, which means they're gonna tell friends and family and social networks and everyone. So it made sense that if there's one community that you're gonna really serve maybe below par, let's not have it this one. And, you know, they've been, they've been treated, uh, they've had a bad experience with auto dealerships for 50 years. Let's see if we can reverse that. You know, not to diss on your experience in the auto industry, but, you know, I think we've all had that experience. Sure. And I know that, you know, you and I have actually talked about that a lot, but, you know, when I went to go buy my Ford Flex a couple years ago, they immediately were talking to my husband, like he was the one buying the car, not myself. And I know that that's kind of a stigma, but I can only imagine adding a disability on top of that and feeling the way I felt. So is it more about focusing on um, the integrity behind people with individuals, uh, excuse me, with disabilities, or is it just treating people right 
holistically as well. Is that a part of your certification as well? Yes. And that seems like it should not be a big ask. It shouldn't, but it is. But it, it can is. be. So yes, treat every consumer like a human, not like they're a sale, not like they're right. a profit. Right. But our philosophy at Control the Road is if we can find auto businesses that truly value drivers with a disability and treating them properly, we're almost guaranteed they're going to treat everyone else well. That's awesome. Yep. I think what you're doing is fantastic. Um, to kind of wrap it up, um, you know, what what's next for you? What is in the future? You know, what are you working on currently? Our goal is to have 150 uh, metros in the next couple of years. Okay. And at 18 dealerships per metro, that's going to be, let's say, around 2,000 dealerships to get in touch with all management and get them on board and to make them understand this is a highly valuable uh, place to be, to place to show your services to a really, uh, you know, a valuable growing population. That takes a majority of our time. Uh, that being said, down the road, we'd like to have more specific, more online, more uh, services that help with the process of connecting any sort of vehicle shopper, American vehicle shopper, with dealerships that, that are excited to serve them. Our job is connecting those two and making the whole process that much easier. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit more about what Control the Road services you provide. Sure. Um, for the dealers that the auto dealers, I usually say dealers and that'll confuse some folks because the QAP installers are also called dealers. Um, but for the auto dealerships that pass our extensive review uh, of being uh, community involved and also having a good community standing, um, we review their uh, consumer reviews on the majority of the review sites, the, the major review sites. Um, and then we provide them a free online training and we ask them to dedicate a point people to a point person and multiple point people to serving uh, potential customers that come in with adaptive driving needs, adaptive equipment needs um, for the dealerships that um, pass that um, for the dealerships that pass that certification process, we then uh, put them uh, on our control the road dealership locator and we share them with our community. So your, your plan sounds amazing. It sounds like you've, you've really identified kind of what's next for you. Um, tell, tell the uh, audience how you can locate your services. Sure. And thanks again for having me on. I appreciate getting in, in front of your, your network. Well, I really appreciate you being here. Thanks, Josh. Anytime. Um, anyone who is in the market or a, a friend, family, anyone who wants some good information for free from us, visit our website, controltheroad.com. And from there, you can locate, you can find the dealership locator. Uh, there are some great free guides and resources on starting the adaptive equipment process, uh, learning about vehicles and applicability and equipment and 
uh, Namita and QAP and everything you could wow. need. Yep. Uh, and then we also have services uh, that go a little bit more in depth, maybe someone who wants a little bit deeper guidance on how to uh, do some vehicle shopping, research, contacting a dealership, uh, sort of for the DIY person who wants a bit of a guide. And then we also, uh, we can sort of do the full white glove concierge service for you as well, where we contact an auto dealership for you. And we really help you make sure that the experience is super positive. So visit our website at any time. Also uh, connect with us and join the community on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and reach out to us at any time, whether by phone, email, chat, and let us know if you have questions and how we can help. Can they locate your phone number on your website? Absolutely. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, thanks again so much for being here, Josh. I really appreciate your time and all your knowledge and passion about you know, helping individuals with disabilities and finding that right vehicle, but also having a positive experience. Because I think that it goes back to um, really enhancing quality of life, but also putting them in the right situation and the right scenario, as well as the right vehicle, right? Thank you. It's a, it's a, a large hill to climb, but we'll get there and it's worth the journey. Absolutely. So pack your bags and grab your snacks while you take a journey on this road trip with me, your host, Natalie. Thanks for joining me and see you at our next destination.